say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Last time Lazio won two matches in a row, it was end of October, beginning of November. Finally, after a couple of months and after a couple of bad performances, Lazio was able to win two matches in a row against Fiorentina at home and against Parma away last Sunday. Alzo McKenzie, finally, the table is moving for Lazio. Something has improved. And uh, we are here to talk about a good performance, probably the, the best so far in the last couple of months or so. Yes, I think so. Um, I mean, you, you are kind of starting with a fairly low bar there, but um, <laughs> it, it was better. Um, it was better. I mean, I said, you know, when we, when we last spoke that I think I thought this was the, the perfect opportunity to actually try and put in a 90-minute performance given the problems that this Parliament's team are facing. And I don't think we did get that. Um, I think the second half was very good, but the first and such. But even so, it was nice to to get what in the end was a fairly comfortable win for a change and to keep a clean sheet, Vittorio. That's the rarest of things this season. Now, one of the questions is, do we have to give credit to Lazio or it's do we have to blame Parma that... It's a team that it's true. Diversa changed things. They look much better than than uh, in the other performance. But still, especially uh, blocking Gervinho, the rest of the team didn't look so sharp. So, do we have to give credit to Lazio, or it's because Parma is not a good team? Parma are a bit of a mess. Um, I. I... I, I have a colleague, uh, Connor Clancy from the Ports Italian Football Podcast, who who lives in, and works in Parma, and he was at the game, and, and so he watches them a lot. And he was saying that they are that they did look a lot better. So I think that with that in mind, you have to kind of respect this result for Lazio more perhaps than you would if we did the same thing against Fabio Liberani's Parma. But at the same time, it is going to be a completely different challenge going from this game to going into Friday, um, which I know you don't want to talk about, but we're going to have to address at some point. We are in Derby week, Victoria. Uh, so that, that is going to be a big step up. But what you need, and I think what this team really needed, was, was the confidence boost. We know this team depends a lot on confidence, depends on momentum, and... You know, with that in mind, we can really have chosen a better time to actually put those two wins together because they're, they're going to need that confidence and belief um, before this game. Definitely. Alistair, are you more surprised that Chile Mobile didn't score or that Lazio finished with a clean sheet? Because they are yeah. both very rare things. I know, yeah, exactly. It's the, the one thing we've been talking about is that those, those are the two certainties, this Chiro scoring and Lazio conceding, but... 
I mean, I thought Shiro had a bit of a strange game, really. I mean, he had, um, you know, that chance where he was played clean through on goal, and I just thought he's got to hit that first time and, and he scored, yeah. which would be a classic Shiro goal. Instead, he tries to go around the keeper and he runs it out. But, yeah, it, so it, it was a bit of an odd performance from him. I was also a bit surprised that Nzagi didn't kind of take him off and rest him a little bit when, once it became clearer that the win was kind of in the bag. Um, but, no, I, I think we can forgive him. I mean, it says a lot about the guy if he, he doesn't score kind of struggling what's going wrong. But, yeah, I mean, look, keeping a clean sheet was, uh, I, I think, even more amazing because... Obviously, Pepe Reina made one great save, but uh, it's not something we've been used to as seeing, seeing a relatively calm defensive performance. I, I think Chiro does it on purpose. He doesn't want to put uh, Luis Alberto in the assist table anymore. So when Luis Alberto makes the assist, or he's on offside, or he misses. That's, that's what, he, what he does this year. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I think, I think it's all that. And uh, yes, clean sheet, but we have to remember that Parma is a team that struggled to score. So I think we have to remember that as well. But still, I mean, uh, big surprise, one positive, the other one not so positive, but Caseto scored again. And that was was, uh, really encouraging. And what about Lazzari? Second assist in a row, I mean, (laughs) what's going on? Yeah, it's madness, isn't it? I mean, it's uh, th- this one as well, I, I think, uh, I said at the time when I saw it go in, that it's, it's pretty much exactly the, the assist that Lazio signed Lazzari to, to do. I mean, it was exactly the kind of move, you know, where he's found himself in that position, but for once, he's kind of picked out the player in the box. And yes, maybe there was a bit too much space for Alberto in that position, but still... Um, I thought a big improvement from him actually. He was he was getting a bit of praise for his performance, and yeah, like you say, it's it's good to see because two assists in a row, Caicedo as well. Good performance from him. That's what two goals in three games, is it? Um, so I mean, he's in, he's on good form. He's, he's taking that opportunity with Joaquin Correa out, and I know a lot of people have been asking us about. Korea and if he's going to be, be able to be back in time for, for the derby. But I think the question now is, even if he's fit, does does he get back into the team straight away or, or does Nzagi keep Caicedo up there? I think it makes more sense to keep Caicedo. Korea should be fit. I think he should be able to, to go on the bench on the derby because I think with Caicedo like that, uh, he should be starting. And... Uh, Honestly, I was expecting a little bit of turnover because Lazio was playing against Parma. Milinkovic, Luis Alberto, Ciro Mobile all played a bunch of matches already. And I think Parma was the perfect chance to rotate a little bit. Instead, again, Inzaghi went with the same uh, starting eleven. And yes, Leva was back, but he was suspended, so he couldn't play the, last, the other match. So that, that was the biggest surprise. Um, now, obviously, I'm not hoping for a rotation for the for the derby. Derby, you have to start the best eleven possible. But my concern is long term. These players will be very tired because they they have played far more than the other teams. Yeah, 
Well, it was interesting. I was at the Roma Inter game on Sunday, and it was interesting that Antonio Conte was actually basically saying almost the same thing about the Inter team. And I guess every every team seems to have the same worry this season about that. And he was saying, you know, because he got asked about his substitutions because they were two uh, one up in that game, absolutely in control. Conte. Yep. Brings off, brings off Hakimi, who's great. Martinez brings off Vidal, takes on kind of Kolarov and Gagliardini, and and obviously intercept deep and end up conceding. Um, but he kind of defended them those choices. But he also talked about how all these players are playing three games a week, and it's always the same guys who are playing. And I guess that's his choice. But it's his choice like it is Inzaghi's choice, and it does seem to be. Um, recently, a bit of a trend where I don't think there's been as much rotation throughout the league. I think there's a, a lot of coaches who are kind of deciding they've found their uh, found their kind of strongest eleven and, and are sticking with them. Like Milan, the only changes they're making are really based on injury problems. But if you look at Inter and, and Lazio uh, and Roma and even um, even Juventus, you, you can almost kind of pick that team quite easily if, if everyone's available. Um, so yeah, I, I think that, that there, there's something to be said for continuity, but it's, it's, a, it's finding the balance that's the tough thing this season. Um, but at least it's not this time uh, a three-day gap and we've actually got until Friday to, to prepare. Yes, which is very important because it's a key match, I would say, for the season. Because winning the derby after a win against Fiorentina and Parma would really boost uh, Lazio confidence. And yes, it's true that Atalanta, Napoli, Juventus have one match to play still. But, you know, you're three points from the Champions League spot. If you win against Roma, then you're getting close and uh, your confidence is high. Uh, Juventus and Inter has to play against each other. So... Uh, that would be a tremendous uh, result for Lazio, especially without forgetting that. I mean, Lazio had a very bad run of form in the in the past. So being there with with Lazio losing against Udinese, Sampdoria, etc., <laughs> that's that's pretty much unbelievable, right? Well, it, it, I mean, it, it goes to show, you know, that putting together any sort of run of form, things can change very quickly for you. Um, that's always been the case. I mean, we've, we've mentioned time and again that really this season that nobody is standing out as being particularly unstoppable. And as a result, it, it's still a pretty tight-knit group. Um, you know, I, I think Milan and Inter are probably pulling away a little bit, but behind them, it, there's there's really not much. I mean, I'm looking at it here in Roma, 34 points in third, down to Verona on 27 points. That's a seven point gap separating what six teams, um, seven teams. So it's it's really tight. That's not the kind of gap that before the midway point of the season is going to be you know fixed in place. But I do, I do think that this is an absolutely pivotal moment in Lazio's season because actually managing to beat Roma would not only continue this run and keep Lazio moving up the table, but it, it would stop Roma from pulling away. 
at the moment, Roma are in this strange position where they're kind of stuck between leading the kind of top four race or being just behind in the Scudetto race. I think if Roma managed to win this game, they'll, they'll fancy themselves as, as being considered in the title race. But if they don't, it's going to be quite hard for them to, to see it that way. So it's kind of a double-edged sword for Lazio. It's, you know, they, they, they almost get two wins by winning this match because not only do they move up the standings, but they really absolutely uh, take a hammer to, to Roma's ambitions for the season. Yeah, yeah. And talking about the Derby, uh, well, the, the, one of the biggest news yesterday was Strakosha uh, that hasn't been called for the match. And it looks like he has an injury problem. Uh, it doesn't look that serious, but as much as I love Strakosh, I think for the Derby, it would be a huge risk to play him. So I think Reina should start, and Reina played well against Parma. Again, Parma is not a huge team, but I think uh, Lazio have to stick with Reina at least for for this match. Yeah. What What did you think of that? It was, it was a bit confusing, I think, for everyone, the Strakosha thing, because we saw he wasn't in the squad, and everyone kind of seemed to kick up a storm about it. And then Lazio released a statement to calm everybody down. But it, it did seem a bit strange that they, there was the need to do that, and it hadn't already been mentioned in advance. Well, he, he trained Saturday with the team, so that was a little bit surprising. Uh, I think maybe the new uh, communication manager uh, understood that it was time to improve communication because let's not forget that in the last week or so we had rumors about Caicedo not happy because he has been benched against AC Milan, who asked to leave, uh, Raul Moro that wants to leave. I mean, every every day there's a new rumors of a Lazio player that wants to leave. Same thing, there were rumors that Strakosha wasn't happy because he wasn't playing. And so he refused to be called for, for Parma's match. So I think uh, doing this press release late, I, I agree with you as usual. But uh, at least I think I think uh, don't give too much credit to the rumors that Strakosha wants to leave. Yeah, I think because it's January as well, everything is being yeah. kind of framed in a transfer market context anything that would normally happen is now being seen through that lens um so how about this question i'll start go going through a few of the ones we've had on twitter um our friend rami he says roma will be a very tough game it will be hard to watch would you take a draw uh i i don't know i don't know because you know, the thing about Roma is they, they weren't able to beat a single big team this season. They play with, with a very average Juventus and they should have won that match. And they, got, they weren't able to keep the advantage. Uh, against Inter, they were very close to lose. They lost badly against Napoli. Uh, they played quite well against Milan, but they didn't win that match. So, I don't know if Lazio is a big team this year, but... Uh, you know, Roma is proving to have problems. And especially in this, the funny thing is, both teams have struggled in the second half, right? Because we saw often Roma collapsing in the second half. And we have to say that Lazio did the same thing, right? So, uh, I don't know who's going to play better the second half is going to win the match, probably. But, 
Yeah, I, I mean, if I'm down one nil and there's five minutes till the end of the match, yeah, I would take a draw. But for the moment, I would like to play it and see how things go. Okay, sitting on the fence there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say no, to be honest. I I think that's you have to go all out for the win here. I don't think a draw is a good enough result because I think you know Inzaghi and others in the club have already said time and again that Lazio are running late this season. That the, the start yeah. we've had means that we're behind in in the race to reach our objectives. And if you're behind and if you're running late, what you need to do is make up that ground. And these these head-to-head -head matches, whether you like it or not, are are the, the biggest opportunity to do that because you're. Not only winning points, but taking points off your... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Right. Um, like I said already, I think this is a pivotal match for the season. I think that's your do have an opportunity. Obviously, Roma are on a bit, but yes, you pointed out there already to two of their most, I guess, famous flaws this season, which are the, the ability to switch off in the second half and their struggles to really get, get results under Fonseca in these big matches. And it doesn't matter whether or not Rizzi Italia or whoever considers Lazio a big team, the Rome derby is a big match. So It's not a friendly they, match. They've won three out of 18 games against other teams who finished in the top seven last season. So that's Atalanta, Napoli, Lazio, the two Milan teams in Newby. Three out of 18. It's, it's a poor record, and they've not won any this season. And yes, they have had quite a few draws in, in, in there as well. But, you know, uh, you, you mentioned the second half yesterday for about at least 15-20 minutes start that second half Inter were absolutely on all over them and um, it, it's I suppose you should say as well that Inter are famously much better in the second half than the first half but it was um, it did show that they are far from being a, a completely infallible team and they do have weaknesses that Lazio can exploit because a lot of the ways that, that Inter got through them yesterday Hakimi's surges down the right flank, the interplay between the strikers um, are the same kind of strengths that Lazio have um, in this in a similar system. So Inter have almost shown a little blueprint to Lazio, although they didn't win the game in that period in the second half. It's something that I think Inzaghi and his coaching staff should should look at closely and think, right, how can we emulate that and cause problems? Well, honestly, honestly, I think Antonio Conte uh, made the mistake because without sobbing a, 
Lautaro Martinez and uh, Hakimi, I think probably Inter would have scored another goal and win that match. So that's the first lesson for Inzaghi. Um, again, Alistair, very late substitution yesterday from Simone Inzaghi. I, every time Pereira comes in, I, I, uh, I think he's, he had a good match. But again, yesterday he came very late. Uh, and what I was thinking yesterday is, OK, we are 2-0 up. There's a derby coming up. Let's make some substitution and rest some players. And Inzaghi did that a little bit because Luis Alberto came off. Leva came off. I didn't like Leva at all, to be honest, yesterday. But as you were saying, Chiromobile played all the match and so on. So uh, I don't know what's going on with the substitution. But definitely we can say that all the Andreas Pereira rumors were fake because he, he came in. He was called and he came in when in the second half. So uh, there's, there's and not any problem with between Inzaghi and Pereira. And that's important, I think, for the future of the club. Yeah, he looked motivated, didn't he? I thought he looked like he, he was really up for it. Yeah, I have to say something. I don't know if you agree with me. If you play with a short sleeve, you cannot put your gloves. I mean, if you're cold, you play long sleeve and the gloves. If you are not yeah, cold, I mean, come on, short sleeve and gloves. Where, where do yeah. you come from? 100% with you. Also, oh I, just I just generally don't think there's an excuse for gloves on a football pitch. I mean, if you're not a do, goalkeeper. Do, a, do a proper warm-up. Yeah, if you're not a goalkeeper is a good point, actually. They do have an excuse. <laughs> just get, like, the reason you do a warm-up is to warm your body up. Start running around if your hands are cold. Yeah, anyway. Definitely. Like Alison, I, I, think, I think we have a question on Senna Lulic, right? Uh, yes, uh, Giacomo Calarulo. When's Lulic back? Uh, nothing like having him around for a derby. So tell us what you know. Well, he, he trained today fully again, and he did even the, the friendly match at the end of the, of the training, and he scored. So rumors are that he could be called for the derby. I don't think he's going to play. I think he's going to just sit on the bench and, uh, and enjoy being called back. But yeah, it looks like he... Inzaghi said he would have been ready end of January. It looks like he could be ready much sooner than that. And that's a big news, Alison. Let's not, uh, let's be honest, because Fares, I don't know when he's coming back. He should have been back with the team. He didn't do the full training today. Um, so having Lulic back, it's a big, big, uh, a, a very important news for Lazio because uh, we don't have anybody there. I mean, uh, Javan Anderson played yesterday, and that was uh, probably one of the biggest surprises because we didn't see him uh, last time he played last year or was playing a loss against Sampdoria. So we need players there, especially after uh, Ander, uh, Iglitare said that we are not signing anybody because Tares and Fares, Fares and Lulic are coming back. So It would be an amazing story, wouldn't it? For Lulic, <laughs> for Lulic to be out for this long... And all of us to have no idea what kind of shape he's in. To be honest, even even if he's only on the bench, I'd be so tempted if I was in Zaghi that seventieth minute, bring him <laughs> on, see what happens. You never know. Imagine if he scores. Take him off again on the seventy second. <laughs> that's just that's all we need. Yeah, you on, have on for two minutes. You can do it, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I mean, it, 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 there would be something very kind of poetic about 
Blulich being away for so long and, and making his comeback in the derby. So I think almost the kind of temptation of making that happen might uh, might kind of get in the way of what is actually the right thing to do uh, because they need to be so careful with him. I mean, um, at his age with, with the problems he's had uh, and the surgery he's had, I mean, uh, you don't want to mess around with, with those kind of issues if we want to have him back long term. Um, but yes, it would be amazing. And um, Jacken was absolutely right. It is, there is nothing like having him around for a derby. You know, we, we want these guys there, or kind of derby guys there. I mean, you know, you're Stefan Radus and you said Senna Lulagis to be, to be leading the charge, really, in matches like this. Um, and, you know, especially against a Roma team that just don't have those kind of characters anymore. I mean... It's it's you know the gone are the days where Roma were being led into these these battles by De Rossi or by Totti or even you know Florenzi or whoever it is they're kind of homegrown guys they're they're all gone so uh, yeah it's 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 a bit different um, but yeah I, I think yeah like I said they need to be a bit careful um, Stephen Scarpula said we do better in the derby historically as the underdog. Um, and then he said, would you keep the team unchanged from the Parma game? Uh, why don't we touch on the underdog thing first? I mean, I think that kind of goes both ways, doesn't it? Is there, there does seem to be a strange record in, in the derby. I mean, obviously, derbies have all these cliches about uh, the form being changed on the derby day and so on. But Rome, Rome derby does particularly seem to come true, these things. Yes, definitely. And... I was a little bit surprised by uh, Fabio Capello, who said that Roma is much better prepared for the derby than Lazio. Uh, I was a little bit shocked because, yes, Roma is ahead, but again, I didn't see Roma playing great football against big team. They they win the one against small teams like Rotone, etc. But against big team, you can see that there's something missing. So, O Capello doesn't consider Lazio a big team. Or I'm a little bit surprised. But yeah, I definitely love the underdog situation because, uh, again, this is a, a match Lazio have to win to, to keep fighting for the Champions League. And um, I hope the players give something extra because uh, they finally won two matches in, in a row. It's time to win three. Uh, Roma is ahead. So, you know, it's it's... It's a team that uh, Lazio should be uh, beating to to recover in the in the table. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think in, in the in the history of the last couple of years, all the time the underdog played better. So, I don't think we should be too surprised about a former Roma coach saying that Roma are in a good position and there. But also, you know, you, I don't think you can really criticise the point he's made anyway because Roma are in much better form. There's no denying that. Um, and, well, they are. I mean, Lazio have won two games in a row, but even the first one of those we were complaining about. I mean, we can't rewrite don't history know. now and say that Lazio's last few games have been brilliant no. because they haven't. Um, Definitely. So, with that in mind, I, I agree with the idea that um, Roma, Roma aren't... aren't playing mind-blowingly good stuff and they're not unbeatable by any means but they are the team in form going into this of the two um but yeah i mean i don't know they, again i think that they're they have 
weaknesses have come to light in, in recent times as well. Like I already mentioned the Inter game, but there was Atalanta as well just before Christmas. They got absolutely destroyed, lost 4-1 in that match. Again, terrible second half. Um, so there are, you know, there are examples and things for for Inzaghi and, and everyone else to, to look at and to follow in, in terms of how to exploit the weaknesses of this team. But I think it's going to be really, really important for Lazio to start the game well. I mean, Roma are going to fly at them, I think, from, from kickoff. And they really need to keep their heads and keep it together. It's going to be so strange having a derby without fans. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the first time. Uh, we avoided that last season. Um, somehow, but yeah, yeah because it was one of the last matches with a full uh, stadium. So yeah, that that that's gonna be that's gonna have a huge impact for me in the derby. I feel it's gonna be more relaxed, more slow paced derby. I think it's gonna be uh, less emotional. I think for players, so this is gonna have a huge impact. This could be a completely different derby for me. So you know, having experienced players could help. But, yeah, I don't think it's going to have that impact. You're not going to feel the same pressure with fans as at the stadium. So it's going to be very different. It's going to be very weird. But, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. So, well, the only thing we have to hope is that you don't get accredited for the match. That's <laughs> our top priority. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm waiting to hear back on that. So, um, oh, my. We'll see. Yeah. I don't like this. I mean, you, you genuinely have... You, you, your campaign has now got people messaging me, asking me not to go, <laughs> not to, go to the Tardini, not to go to the Derby. Um, your kind of uh, campaign of uh, superstition is, is working. It's not superstition, it's numbers, it's fact. Next time that you go to the Lazio match, call me so I'm going to bet against Lazio. It's going to be easy money. Yeah. We'll see. Well, this would be a good time to end it. Eh? <laughs> well, you don't have any stats? Uh, not today. I think my, my one stat was going to be about the fact that last year have won two games in a row for the first time since November, but then you went and used that literally in your first sentence of the podcast. So, Sorry, um, I'm prepared. I know. Shocking. <laughs> uh, we did have a, a comment... Um, La Vantala said, whatever happens on Friday will always be La Prima Squadra della Capitale, which is absolutely right. Should we say happy birthday to Lazio and all the Laziali, 121 years. And Vittorio, uh, a lot of content from the Lazio social channels around this, which surprised me. Um, I mean, yes, all of it's still in Italian, so English speakers will have been <laughs> lost, but can we talk about the, um, the the message from Claudio Lotito and then at the end where he, he looks away from the camera? I mean, I thought it was an absolutely amazing Lotito moment. <laughs> well, I think it couldn't be worse than the one of the Christmas, right? That was simply embarrassing. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There is the one, what was it, last year, yes, for the Supercoppa Italiana where in South Arabia he's tried to speak English and it's simply embarrassing. I don't know. <laughs> I, I will put this one as number three, or honestly, of his best performance. Uh, the Christmas and the Supercoppa are challenging for the first place. 
definitely. Or the, the photo but, shoot in the cockpit of the plane was quite good as well. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know, maybe too much yesterday. I mean, John Anderson posting the happy birthday. Do we, did we really need it? I mean, he's hardly playing. Come on. It was unbelievable. I mean, it was an absolute non-stop stream of Lazio yeah, yeah. players and coaches, old and new, and celebrities and whatever, all, all all sending videos. And I was kind of wondering where this where this kind of energy and enthusiasm for for social media content is is gone the rest of the time. They they used it all up in one day. I, I think um, it was contagious and- because. Because we saw even former players who were invited who wish happy birthday to Lazio <laughs> on, on social. Yeah, it was a bit strange, but in a good way. Um, so, yeah, happy birthday, Lazio. Definitely. I, I, I really love the Mialovic thing. And can I say something? I'm very disappointed that Roberto Mancini didn't do nothing. Or did I miss him? Don't think so. I don't know, I lost track of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he, he doesn't feel allowed to. I mean, even the Pope was uh, was saying happy birthday to last year. So if uh, wow. think yep. Papa Francesco is doing it, then um, Mancini should be as well. You're quite right. Definitely, definitely. Okay, I think we can close it here. I mean, high style, uh, maximum level with the Pope. Uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker, uh, on our YouTube channel, please subscribe. Uh, and if you want to uh, support our podcast, you can on patreon.com slash Lounge or on our store. You'll find the link in the description. Good night, Alistair. And uh, we're going to talk Friday night, Saturday, probably. It depends if we win or not. Yeah, see how we're feeling. <laughs> yeah. Ciao, see you then. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.